You're listening to Women Making Waves on Cambridge 105 Radio. Neighbours Petra Hayton and Sophie Whedon decided to set up a business together, despite being from different generations, and they tell Linda Ness their story. want to be the John Lewis, don't we? We do. Of pre-loved. We, so we sort of dream about a three-storey building with a cafe. It has to have shop. a cafe because we're passionate about food. What makes neighbours consider going into business together? Not only neighbours, but women of different generations. And how do you decide what the business will be? Do you look for premises or do you use the internet? Well, we are joined today by two women who've already answered those questions, Sophie Whedon and Petra Hayton. Thank you for coming in to speak to us on Women Making Waves today, ladies. Hello. Hello. So tell us your story. Your neighbours, how long have you known each other? About five years. Yeah, five years. About five years. Uh But just as neighbours. Just as neighbours. So you were just borrowing sugar and stuff like that. And you're literally next door neighbours, aren't you? Yeah, we're cottages attached to each other, so we're very, very close, and we enjoyed cooking together, didn't we? Well, we both have great interest in cooking, we love interiors, anything to do with the aesthetics. We would be in a corner whenever we met for drinks or to have supper or whatever, and we'd be just... So you hit it off right away for the side away. Husbands are very similar, and it's just been a joy, hasn't it? Yeah, we just got on, really. Yeah, straight away. That's really, really good. So what made you start to think about going into business? What was the story there? Uh, Well, I've always seen Sophie's potential. We've come from the same sort of backgrounds. I think I'm right to say that we're saleswomen from the base of our feet to the top of our head. Absolutely. And we've both been in the same industry, in a state agency in the past. And I just have always wanted to work with her because I saw her potential and I never saw her fulfilled in what she was doing. It just so happened that I had an idea and it just came at the right time. Everything, it's almost like the stars aligned. Yeah, no, absolutely. And our timing was right as well in the end of it. And um, we came together and we just kept talking about this idea and, and running a business together. And idea and idea just kept coming out. And we thought, you know what, let's do it. And here we are. So tell us about this great idea then, Petra. What was it? The big idea is to be the John Lewis of pre-loved. Pre-loved being anything that has been a part of someone else's life and they have no use for anymore. What we used to refer to as second-hand. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. We don't say that word anymore. We don't say that (laughs) anymore. That's that's bad, isn't it? (laughs) But but second-hand always has a connotation of broken or well-used or Mm -hmm. that sort of thrift. Yes. No, you're um, absolutely right. Word. And it's feeling around it. Yeah, Yeah. it puts people off that it's been used, but... Pretty loved. I mean, we have pieces of furniture or clothing or or luggage that we love, but it doesn't fit our lifestyle anymore or it doesn't fit our homes. Or you just want something new. Your styles change, you know. Absolutely. Women lose weight, they change jobs. and Absolutely. It's exactly that. So what we're looking for is things in good condition and we then present them in a really good way on our website and then sell them on. Have they got to be vintage or are you looking for a certain period? We we actually don't 
even think about vintage as such we we always say at Perth Avenue style comes first so it can be the you know beautiful label clothing pieces or it can be the best of high street as long as it's stylish and in good condition we'll take it assess it um, and hopefully sell it for our for our clients and you mentioned the name there Perth Avenue tell us a bit about that how did you come to Perth Avenue it was me crazy and idea for this one <laughs> it was Petra was it yeah. <laughs> it was just in the middle of the night I'd got up made a cup of tea couldn't sleep and the name Perth Avenue came into my head and as I always do I wrote it down we got a chalkboard by the kettle wrote it down went to sleep didn't think anything of it and then in the morning looked what the at hell it. does that mean yeah. <laughs> I just looked at it and thought that's a really nice name for a company <laughs> it just sounds nice so it literally nice. came in the middle of the night it like did. a dream it did. <laughs> but it is it, it does sound quite international and it does sound quite glamorous as well actually does yeah it? we're trying to do that aren't we and yeah. the, the logo design was was fantastic I loved it and I when I got on board I didn't see the, the need to change it and the fact that Petra had come up with it and it was her baby we wanted to grow it didn't we yeah we did yes <laughs> So how did you start off with this? Because you'd have no stock to begin with other than maybe stuff that you had yourselves. Yeah, correct. It was, it was you with a girlfriend, wasn't it? Yeah, I help women clear their wardrobes. They call it a wardrobe cleanse, but actually we like to call it refit. Yes. I go in and help them look at what suits them now, what doesn't suit them now, give an honest opinion, encourage. This one's the stylish one, so she's the one. I mean, she's taught me an awful lot. She's dressed me for the past two months, so... You well, you're looking look very glam today. Thank you. She is, isn't Not that she? anyone she can see, amazing. but you can take her word for it. Um, no, this is all Petra's doing, so I've learned an awful lot about style and fashion, whereas before I had pretty much no interest. I was spending six days a week in a suit, you know? So, mm. And when you're busy doing other things as well, yes. sometimes it's the last thing in your mind. You Absolutely. get up in the morning, you're probably quite tired to start with your shower and you put on something that you know will be suitable for work but correct yeah that's that's it but you should always you should look at your wardrobe and and feel that whatever you put on is going to make you look fabulous and mm-hmm. I think that's everybody's right, male or female. That's they, a great if, idea. If no, it is. They're shown yeah. what, to, what, what to get that suits them and that they can use in maybe ten different ways. But you how t- it started is Petra had a good good friend of hers that she went round uh, to her house and looked through her wardrobe and she was moving and she said, you know, I've got to get rid of some stuff. Petra went through it. She was able to put, why don't you try this top with these jeans or you don't need those boots anymore? Um, and from that, we got our first stock of 100 pieces. So that's how this has grown. Um, and from then, we've been to several wardrobe refits and clients have sent stuff to us. And we do turn things away if they don't fit our brand and we don't think they are in good enough condition. I was going to ask you about that, yes. actually. No, we do. We're, we're really strong on it. It's got to be styled and looked after. So... Um, why not give it away for someone else to? Yeah, to so love? something's got a hole in it, or you know, it's just a no-no. She's very, very good with a, a sewing machine and a needle. I've never seen anyone like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, especially if it's label, if it is damaged, we don't think that's fair to try and and sell on. But also, it's about quality. We want people to start thinking differently about secondhand or pre-loved. It doesn't have to be broken or overworn. It can just be that it doesn't work in somebody's wardrobe now and it could work in yours. And this is also very environmentally friendly, isn't it? It's it's getting things lasting longer instead of just being chucked away, potentially. It's a huge, huge market and it's only going to get bigger. Um, And we did see that, you know, why don't we start our own 
uh, pre-loved company that offers something different. So the generation thing with me and Petra is that we can offer two completely different styles and eyes and we're learning from each other every day. You know, we went in to Cambridge earlier, didn't we? And basically had a masterclass around Zara. So (laughs) (laughs) she's she's teaching me a lot and she's, she's made me feel very confident about myself, you know. So she's now taught me that don't look at a size so I will buy a size up and not think about it because it actually is more flattering and makes you look better yeah um, that is a good idea isn't it is it? so as a stylist mm. she's she's very good at that I know there are lots of shops of one size well how come that works it does work quite well actually yeah because we're not all one size but no yes. we're not we actually have a piece of clothing that uh, we've called the uh, Perth dress yeah we have a share wardrobe so we're thinking about we putting a hatch a in between our walls we do have a share wardrobe it's it's really good fun it is a way of being um, able to but it just shows something. people how different body shapes can wear the same things mm-hmm. but it just looks slightly different or you wear it slightly differently yeah where do you keep all these clothes then? Ah, well, <laughs> luckily I have a spare room. <laughs> yes, she does. And I'm hugely organised. That's my big thing is I'm a planner and I'm organised. And uh, every client has their own box and, and everything's closed and sealed from the light and also from critters. I know there's yeah. no critters in my house. Um, no, but the, the f- moths go that, with That's everything. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, anything that I'm particularly concerned about, I will put in the freezer actually. Because oh, really? if you put yeah, if you if you put uh, anything that you're concerned about or has been in a home that might have moths, in a bag, pop them in your freezer, and uh, that will sort normally sort them out. Well, that's a top tip. That's really good. <laughs> you also do pop up shops, don't you? Tell us about that. Oh, they're so fun. We have lots of items. We sort of try and cater for maybe ages sixteen to sixty sizes. God, down to size six to size twenty-two. So we like to think that we can offer something to to anyone whether you're looking for a designer handbag or a lovely pair of shoes or um, a coat and the pop-up shops we've done recently we actually carried up one for dementia didn't we which was quite fun alzheimer's and dementia alzheimer's oh, so you were actually raising funds for them yeah, yeah. so yes yeah, so you contributed didn't you mm-hmm. um to any earnings which was which was good so we basically set up a shop with our rails and our mannequin that we call betsy <laughs> she's so fun betsy is our mascot she's very dear to us we touch her up a lot <laughs> Yeah, she wears size eight very tightly. Um, yeah, we she's... do like we do like the fact she's a size ten. Don't oh we? yeah, she's, she's a oh, ten. You'll so. have to set her up on your website as a character, she's really. Won't you? Yeah, she's she's the main image in the Jaeger blue jacket, so people know her from there. Well, you can always have an ask Betsy. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. That'd top be great. Tips, top like tips. the freezer. Thank you very much. That's going down in the she, book. Yeah. <laughs> I wish she could talk sometimes, actually. But no, we, we take her. We set up a shop. We take um, a selection of items. And yeah, Petra and I stand there and, and have this pop-up shop, which is so fun. So we sell for our clients and any profits made are split with the clients. So, What's really interesting is that Sophie has never worked in any sort of retail environment, uh, fashion environment. And on our first pop-up, she did all the merchandising and I was blown away by how she put things together and how she created a mood within our little mini store. And so easily, it just shows me, and I've always known she has a sense of style, but her confidence has never been there. It's never been... Well, if um, you've never done it before, it's hard no, as well. Yeah, so you're a natural, are you? She Sophie? is a natural. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've learnt an awful lot from Petra, and believe me, I do take everything in, and hopefully that's why it's going to 
contribute to a really successful um, avenue of what we're trying to go down. Yeah, but your photography is something else. I do like our photography, yeah. So I take lots of pictures of Betsy and we're lucky enough to have a lovely big open space in Petra's house. And, and a great technician who comes in and, and helps us with oh, our yes. with our camera support yeah and... Petra's husband <laughs> big shout out to Ted um, IT department yes <laughs> um, if we feed him toast and cake regularly he is fully operational so it's a real family kind of business I was it's going to ask fun. what your family's felt about you doing this for a living they're very supportive presumably yeah, yeah well really my mum and parents are really proud my dad and um everyone around me they also asked me you know is petra going to be able to deal with you on a, on a daily basis but it's going pretty <laughs> well she, she's fantastic cook so i get great lunches but no they're, they're very proud and well i'd like to think they are anyway but we just work very very well together and the concept that we have Hopefully, offering someone uh, something different is is going to work. Yeah. Have you ever fallen out about anything? No, it's, you've never disagreed. No. We're pretty straight talking women. Yeah, and you'll we, and you'll compromise, or you or but, one will compromise. Well, I've I've got I've got a um, a situation that that I thought you might you might quite like in that. Um, when we're looking over clients' clothing, the kitchen table is quite large. It's about six foot, isn't it? So that's cleared, and then the consignment goes on the top. Mm-hmm. And from there, we have three chairs. Yep. There's a no and a yes. And the maybe mm-hmm. is often a, um, uh, an interesting discussion. <laughs> that's where the compromise comes in. <laughs> and this is where the straight talking comes in, too. Yeah. Because uh, there, there'll be a passionate Sophie saying, but I love this. And I'll be saying, <laughs> but it's not right. And it's not right because of this. Why isn't it? Because of this. But I we love it. We are selling that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so what we had, what we had to do was create a, a, a maybe stool. A maybe stool. Yeah. And what happens is we have the maybe stool and then we go away and leave that maybe stool till the next day. And then the next day... I we'll... come running through with my tail between my legs going, yeah, you're right, that's, that, that's not going to work. <laughs> I must say nine times out of ten I win. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm quite stubborn, so that's her. So, yeah, you can imagine those... Um, move on very swiftly <laughs> but that's nice it's not, it sounds like you work really really well together and that's what you need in business isn't yeah. it yeah because this split between being friends and and people say you should never mix friendship with business mm. i'm assuming that you haven't found any problems from what you're saying no not at all and i, I think, think we're not think we're it, not in you? the same social circles we're great neighbors and we love each other as friends as the two couples i think because we have separate lives outside of that that's that helps us work but we both have talents in different areas and what they've done is interlocked we've just been lucky that they don't sound it does sound like your talents are tailor-made for running this business with the photography and and you've got this eye for merchandise and you've got a very good eye for fashion and all it does sound like you're kind of dovetailing together very well yeah absolutely what plans have you got have you got a a business plan we want to be the john lewis don't we we do pre-loved so we sort of dream about a three-story building with a cafe it has to have a cafe because we have we're passionate about food well i've started to bake as well which is really impressive apparently so i should have bought some in for you sorry you should have yes (laughs) i'll encourage anyone to bake (laughs) always so you actually want the bricks and mortar eventually um at some point yes but 
it's got to be different from what's on the high street already. <laughs> you see, I see a store of some sort these days as an agency or an avenue for other brands to come in. So in my head, I can see the cafe being um, the all the seating and everything maybe coming from Ikea mm-hmm. so that people can sit in it and feel it and Use know it, it yes. and then go and buy it online. Mm-hmm. That's how I see um, the way of retail changing. There'll be collaborations with brands coming into smaller new startups, taking advantage of the... Um, agileness of it we're keen to help out other women that you know may be looking for somebody that makes you know really interesting jewelry or placemats or something for the house or mm-hmm. so yeah brand wise probably startups would be the dream wouldn't it to help absolutely. women absolutely yeah absolutely so not just big designer no not at all names not, absolutely not really i'd like to be artist more artisan led people like us in the same position as us that maybe aren't confident about using computers, maybe not confident about um, putting themselves out front in the store, so to speak, and letting us help them do that. We want to be a platform. platform. Mm-hmm. So, But with both our ages, we can talk to both groups. And there's many women of my age that are incredibly creative and don't feel confident about using computers, that don't have somebody like their IT department head <laughs> um, who's able to help them. We just need to get out and do it. <laughs> you know, it's strange because I started off at the beginning wondering if there were problems and conflicts with the generational difference and I've changed my mind completely and now I'm seeing that there must be huge benefits to this actually. Yeah no it's really nice to hear because that's exactly how we feel and we're just very real women that have had sales careers and just wanted to be our own boss and have our own rules and we know that we can really make something special so that's what we're going for. But yeah, pop-ups, we've got one happening, uh, two in December. All the dates will be on our social media. And we put a really exciting little Facebook ad out yesterday that's gone down really well. Help from Ted again. <laughs> um, but yes, it's, it's it's an exciting time and we're just pushing to get out as much as possible. We're seeing a lot of clients, which is great, and getting some really good stocks. So yeah, check out our website. Petra and Sophie, thank you very much for coming in and talking to Women Making Waves today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure for us too. We've had a lot of fun. Thank you. And that was Sophie Whedon and Petra Hayton talking to Linda Ness. The pre-love business is very interesting because they're absolutely right. We do care about nice things that we've bought that we think is a little bit expensive but we want them but at what stage do I want to give up my good stuff and I suppose in many ways I suppose if we're knowing it goes to another another person that we know that they're going to enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, maybe feels feels a little bit better. Yeah. Because I know I think we've all got clothes like that. Mm. You know, the posh clothes that you maybe only wear a few times. Exactly. And then you think, my goodness, I paid X amount of eye-watering, you know, pounds for this. And I've only worn it to maybe a wedding uh, or another occasion. 
Yes, we still kind of. I don't tend to do that anymore. I have to say, mm. but I used to do that kind of thing quite a lot. And I'm actually quite jealous because they are neighbours, mm-hmm. and it's very rare to find neighbours and become good friends in many That's ways, true. isn't it? I mean, you find them at work, mm-hmm. and you find them when you go on activities. But when you're living, oh, often the very opposite. In fact, you yeah. know, you hear so many stories about neighbours well, not exactly, getting on. Yeah, but these two, oh, they get on like a house on fire. They do, you know? don't they? they? Like mother and daughter, really. Well, that's. That's right. Absolutely. Mm. And and so I love that. I, I thought it was very, very endearing. And I really, really hope they do really well. And the other thing I liked about it, and you were mentioning in the interview, you talked about size. Why do you just pick something that actually fits you and not worry yeah. about the size? Yeah. I think really that's... good lesson there, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. No, it's true. I think we are. And, and I think it is very depressing if... You, I remember years and years ago in Marks and Spencers, and I, I had a size twelve, and I pulled on jeans. They didn't come anywhere, and I thought, oh no, and I had to go to a size fourteen, and that has just has been declining ever since. But, um, but it, it is that moment where you think, oh no, and actually, it you know could have been just a small. It wasn't. I think. I think it was right. I think it was a size fourteen. I needed. <laughs> but you know, it could just be small, small made. They say a bit like being big boned. Small made. Exactly. Small made or different, different uh, designers and different companies making different sizes. But That's right. I thought it was really good because it takes the stress out of thinking that you have to be a certain size mm-hmm. to really look good in in a particular clothes. And I love that they were really refreshing, and it sounds like they get on really well. Oh, they do. And I think you know we were talking about environmental stuff earlier Um, and I think this is actually kind of in line with that because it means that we're not putting things in the bin although I guess maybe charity shops would be the next stop for a lot of these clothes but maybe you feel that you know, you're going to make a few bob out of them as well potentially. And I've learned a lesson actually because uh, there are a few of my clothes that have been mothballed or have been eaten. And she says she puts them, is it? In the freezer. Puts them in the freezer. What a good idea. It is a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 if I you've got lots of freezer space. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> there's, no, there's never been any room in my freezer. Well, there's some frozen but... peas about six times worth. <laughs> Imagine the disappointment of your husband's face when he pulls out a blouse <laughs> yes. instead of that pizza you've Oh, yeah, expecting. but I know what will happen with, uh, with my husband. He'll look at that piece of clothing that's frozen and think, well, oh, that's great, I can wrap that round my limb. I think they'll make a go of it because they are really, really enthusiastic, passionate and energetic so I, I think they'll do really well. They will. And it's fantastic to see great neighbours being good friends. Yes. Love thy neighbour. You're listening to Women Making Waves on Cambridge 105 Radio.